New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today, my guest is Dr. Mary Catherine Bateson. She's an anthropologist and a professor and has authored many books, including Willing to Learn, Passages of Personal Discovery, and her newest, Composing a Further Life, The Age of Active Wisdom. Mary Catherine, thank you for being with us today. It's good to be here. You have an idea that here we are in a new time, there's a longevity now happening for us that's never been in humankind before. And I would love to know, in those years, you've called this adulthood too. This is before old age, but after we've been a householder and we've raised our children and we may be even in retirement— What advice would you give to those of us entering this time or in this time to help us use this time in the best possible way? Well, I think the first thing is to realize how much time we may have. We do hear something about that in financial advice. Save more money. You're going to need more money than you thought you would. But we need to hear that advice differently. This is a good chunk of time in which we can do something valuable or new or creative. And I think to do that, a couple of things are important. One is not to think you have the answers the day they hand you the gold watch. If you have made a plan for what you were going to do after retirement or after the children left for college... Think of that as a short-term plan and be sure that it includes time to think about what you might like to do in the relatively longer term. What matters to you? And when you think about what you might want to do, it's useful to think about what you uniquely have to contribute. And a lot of people don't think they have a lot to contribute. But there are Many, many kinds of things. Simply listening to other people is a contribution. Many kinds of volunteer work that are useful. Causes you've cared about that you'd like to engage with in an active way. Skills that you have, whether it's uh, gardening or making speeches or being a lawyer or a doctor or a dentist that are needed in one form or another, teaching. So it's really a time to take an inventory of your passions and your skills and what you're dedicated to. Slow down. Play more than you let yourself play before, perhaps. Spend time with people you love. And realize, you know, you are improvising. You are a pioneer in a space that we as a species are just moving into, a space of continuing health and energy after our reproductive years. 
So what you do with that space is an improvisational art form. If you're making up a story, you know that the end you give to that story affects the meaning of the whole story. And I like to think of men and women as artists of their lives, as composing lives of grace and beauty and truth. So this is an opportunity, an extraordinary gift that we have that sometimes goes on for many years of contributing to and influencing the direction of our society. And never let anyone tell you you shouldn't care about the future, because you do. Hmm. In your book, Mary Catherine, you give a wonderful example of what you've talked to different people, so you've included different people in their lives in the book. And one in particular I loved, he was a boat builder on the East Coast. And when he retired and he and his wife ended up in Tucson, Arizona, he took that skill of making parts for boats and working with metals, and he learned how to do jewelry. Mm -hmm. But the main thing that I loved about his story, when he first went into this kind of jewelry co-op of some sort where people could work, he was sort of rebuffed by people. They said, oh, you don't have the instruments, and they sort of said poo-poo to him. But he persisted, he got the instruments, and what he did was do the opposite. He learned how to make jewelry, but mostly he started mentoring others. And I'd love for you to say something about mentoring and how fulfilling that can be. Well, you know, it's as old as the human race that we depend on knowledge that's passed on, but not only on knowledge. Human beings have to learn to love, and they learn to love by being loved. And we have to care for others, and we learn that by being cared for. We learn to trust by being trustworthy, and also by being trusted, both of those things. So to go into some area where one is passing on knowledge and expressing care is to act out part of the fundamental human drama of what makes us fully human, to both teach and be taught, and to realize that the learning goes in two directions. And I believe that any good teacher, like any good parent, learns from those who are taught, as a parent learns from his or her children. So that mentoring or teaching a group is a relationship in which you learn, you benefit, you are giving and receiving at the same time. And that's really ideal. Truly, truly. Is there anything that you, any piece of advice that you'd like to leave our listeners with uh, as they enter this um, new sense of longevity with energy and, and good health? I think mainly, as, as I said a little while ago, don't foreclose. Don't buy into any formula. You know, I've met people that move across the country because they want to be in a warm climate, and when they get there, they discover 
that they missed their friends and their families, that they gave up what was most important to them. And I've met people who thought that what they really wanted to do was to have a lot of leisure and play golf and bought a house next to a golf course. And I can empathize with someone wanting to play golf, even full time for a year or so. But the idea that you might still be there in 30 years <laughs> sounds to me like something out of Dante's Inferno. <laughs> and you know, the woods and the airwaves are full of people who will tell you that what you really want to do is spend money. And I hope over a long life, you've learned to recognize that message and question it from time to time. <laughs> I mean, because this is a big new market that people are selling to. I think you need to take the time to know yourself, to think about what kind of person it is that you have been becoming all these years and how you can express that identity which is most fundamental to you. Mary Catherine, thank you so much for being with us on New Dimensions Cafe. I've been speaking with Mary Catherine Bateson. She's the author of many books and papers, and one is Composing a Life, which many people know about, and also Willing to Learn, Passages of Personal Discovery. And then her newest book, Composing a Further Life, The Age of Active Wisdom. And if you'd like to know about her work, you can go to her website, marycatherinebateson.com, and Catherine is spelled with a C, C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, marycatherinebateson.com. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms, and I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe, and I invite you, please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a 1,000 hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You, too, can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.